Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance! Hello, everybody! And we're wishing you all a very happy new year for 2023! Well, well, can you believe it's the end of the year? Wow, a lot has happened, or a lot has not happened. You know what's usually not happened? New Year's resolutions. Uh, every year, people come up with resolutions, and it's like, and we now resolve in this year to endeavor to complete whatever, whatever, but they just never do. I mean, maybe they stick to whatever it is, if it's working out or such and such for a little while, but it ends up being a failure like the year before. I mean, seriously, it's like a corporation that has a once of the year at the end of the year board meeting, and they're like, all right, let's read the minutes from all our prior 30 years and talk about how our company is done and what resolutions we have for the future. But it turns out that all the resolutions for that company are another epic fail. Well, I hereby resolve to do all the things that I resolved to do last year, this year, but really do them this time. Really, really, really. I, you, know, you know those people that are always talking about, so, uh, what are you up to? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm getting into action. I'm moving forward. I'm, uh, I'm going to be get productive here, and I'm uh, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, the next time you talk to them, they tell you the same thing, and it's repeat, 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 year after year after year. Of course, like you, I'm still measuring years in, you know, 12-month periods. But if you talk to someone or listen to someone like Eckhart Tolle, you know, Eckhart Tolle, who talks like this, can you imagine having you to sit there and listen to Eckhart Tolle? What kind of New Year's does he have? I'm sure it's just a rollicking party. Rollicking party. Can you imagine a party at Eckhart Tolle's? <laughs> the guy just talks about, no, there actually is no new year or old year or years at all. It is all just now. If all I have is now, I want to spend my nows with somebody else, such as mm, almost anybody else. But what excites you about New Year's changes as you grow? Let's just say as you grow. I was going to say grow older, but I don't want to get to the, I'm, I'm 62 years young. <laughs> as, you, uh, as you grow, as you mature, as you become someone who has more and more life experience. So when you know, I was a little kid, New Year's really wasn't that special because there wasn't much to do when you're little and you couldn't stay up late and watch the ball, whatever that was. And uh, Dick Clark was on the air. But then, when I was a teenager, there might have been maybe something for New Year's, but we weren't really allowed to go out. And uh, I think Dick Clark was on the, uh, the, on the tube there with the ball dropping. Then, as a young adult, finally, with a fake ID and then with a real ID, when I was 21 and legal to drink and legal to drive, and I did both, mostly drink, not drink and drive, I was... Smart enough not to do that. We would rather go out than do anything. The last thing we wanted to do was be at home and watch the ball drop with uh, Dick Clark again. How long has this guy been on TV, for goodness sake? And then, okay, we would go out. And what was going out to a New Year's Eve party like? It was getting dressed up, sort of, meeting your friends, 
and being around another group of people and their friends times a thousand or more. I think one of the New Year's parties I went to had 10,000 people attending. And drinking. That's pretty much it. Okay, well, we could drink at home, but what we're going to do instead is we're going to go somewhere else where people are on the road drinking, which could cause people to get injured and die. But we're going to risk that because that won't happen to us, of course. And we're going, despite what mayhem is on those CB commercials, and we're going to drink and we're going to party. We're going to party hardy. That way, the next day, we can just recover going, uh, and you forgot to buy Pepto-Bismol again with its magic ingredient, bismuth. And you do a bunch of stupid stuff, and of course, uh, pretty much all of us are single, and the idea is you go out to a party and you drink, so maybe you can meet some members of the opposite sex, or same sex if you're so inclined, you know, party even more with them. I don't know where that's ever happened. Oh, wait, I do. I actually know somebody that met someone and it really meant something that lasted at a New Year's Eve party. And it went like this. Now, of course, it wasn't around. But, oh, you know what? I think Dick Clark <laughs> was on TV even then. And this was in the 1950s. It's actually a pretty good love story. So I'll tell it to you. You know, we all need good things to happen. Encouragement uh, as New Year's uh, begins and uh, or at any time really or in the now Eckhart Morley it's in the now is he saying in the now or is he saying in the now because it is all no wait is it all no or is it all now I, I I don't get his accent you know just a second I gotta look this up and find out when Dick Clark started on TV and of course I'm not going to use the obvious joke if you don't know Dick Clark, you don't know Dick. Not that joke. I'm certainly not going to tell you that one. His uh, fourth name was Richard Wagstaff Clark. Yes, uh, we have here little master Richard Wagstaff Clark. Uh, so I looked it up. Me and my staff, which is me and my cat, which is basically me, which not as basically it just is me. He was on the air, starting with Bandstand, from 1950 and 6 until all the way New Year's Rockin' Eve, although I'm not sure how rockin' it was when he had his final season in 2012. Because by then, poor guy had had a stroke, and there was a debate at the time. And the debate was between me, myself, and I, about whether he should be doing that. Now, anyone other than Dick Clark, there is no way a network, I think it was ABC, would allow them on TV because he had been left with, very unfortunately, an effect from his stroke which affected his voice. And let me tell you, for Rockin' New Year's Eve, that did not sound rockin', particularly for somebody who was America's teenager. All right, so back to our uh, story of love at the New Year's Eve party. So it's the 1950s, and yes, Dick Clark is on TV even then. And this lady, a lady from Jersey, yeah, she was from Jersey. She goes out to a New Year's Eve party, no big deal, in the 50s. She had a date with somebody that she wasn't exactly thrilled about. He wasn't a bad guy at all. It's just, you know, she wasn't going to sit at home. Uh, she was young and pretty and vital, would like to meet somebody, and she goes to a New Year's Eve party. Well, 
At the party, just like the movie and play South Pacific, she looks across a crowded room, and there she sees another fella, and his name is also Dick, because everybody named Richard in the 1950s ended up being called Dick, for short. Snicker, Snicker, Snickers bar. Well, she sees him, and she decides she wants to talk with him, which is very forward for a young lady in that era. So she tells her date, be a dear, oh, be a dear, will you? Just be a dear, and uh, get me some punch over there, will you? Of course, she tries to pick the farthest spot away for him to go to give her the most time. And she quickly goes over next to this fella, whose name she does not yet know, but I already revealed it, and says, I don't want to be rude to my date, but you look like somebody nice, and if you want to call me, here's my phone number. Talk about forward. Ha, huh, wow. Women just didn't do that either. And the guy had to call to show interest and, you know, all that. But she did because she saw somebody she liked. It's like some enchanted evening or some people say Sam and Janet evening. But anyway, fella promised to call. And uh, that was her New Year's. And then that other fellow she was dating wanted to go to another party. And all right, that ends our scene. And a scene, as they say in improv. So he does call. Does he call in a couple days? Does he call the next day? Does he call in a week? Uh, no. He calls six months later. Six months later. And you would expect her to be annoyed. What? You can't call me within, you know, a reasonable period of time? What if I'm some kind of afterthought? What happened there? And of course... He has a perfectly logical explanation, and they schedule a date, and she, of course, had not forgotten about him from that New Year's Eve party, and bada-boom, bada-bing, she's still around, uh, he's passed away, but they were very happily married for nigh on 50 years, no, way more than that. I was at their 50th anniversary party, and it was fun. It was great. In fact, she had her wedding dress still there, and it was well-preserved, and... I looked at the wedding dress and it was on a, you know, one of those dress forms. And she says, that is what I look like when he married me, but he didn't expect me to get this fat. <laughs> Doesn't matter. She's jolly and I like her a ton. So I suppose you can go out on New Year's and meet somebody. It's a little bit, you know, like somebody's got to win the lottery. Why shouldn't it be me? These days in Los Angeles, if you go out to a New Year's Eve party, I suppose, instead of a nice little repartee or banter, you walk up to someone, let's say I do it, I walk up to some woman who I feel a spark of interest, and the first thing she's going to do is look me up and down and see what kind of watch I'm wearing and maybe uh, get a sense of how much money I might make, and she'll say something like, so you didn't vote for Trump, did you? You're vaccinated, aren't you? Because there's no way I'm going out with anybody who voted for Trump or is a MAGA person or is unvaxxed. You're like evil. You're like the devil. <laughs> now you get a little older and you have a I hate to use this term partner. It just sounds so lacking in romance, but fine. A romantic partner. Oh, ooh, God, the ick, the whole idea. But you get, you're understanding what I'm saying. You understand how I'm drifting or the way I'm drifting or the drift. And then what you do is it's like, okay, well, we don't want to go out to some wild, noisy party and there are people drinking on the road. But you know what would be nice is go somewhere with your <laughs> partner and have a lovely dinner and then come home and maybe have uh, maybe a glass of wine or something and then 
you can watch the TV where you'll see the host, Dick Clark, uh, talk about his Rockin' News Eve or whatever and drop the ball. Of course, by then, as you're older, older, the bands that they have on these Rockin' New Year's Eve are like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know their music. I don't know any of this stuff. And you think back when you said, there is no way, man, I am ever going to be out of touch or out of tune with what is current, what is hip, what is now. You say the power of now has come back. <clears throat> and you watch this and then you see the ball drop and Happy New Year and all that. And then you say, what do you say? We go get busy in the bedroom. And your partner's like, yeah, after that big meal, and oh, I'll catch you next time. Next time? What do you mean? Next year? What, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> then when you get still older, you might find that you're no longer with anybody, and you're no longer with anyone because the holidays are the notoriously best time for breakups. And it's New Year's 20 and 23. Guess who's not on the TV? Dick Clark. Oh, well, I hope he rests in peace in whatever his eternal now is. And it's like, well, what are you going to do for New Year's? And it's like, nah, nothing. Stay home with the cat. Maybe watch a Hallmark film. Uh, are you going to watch the ball drop? Doubt it. Well, what about the bands? I don't know any of the bands. All I do is watch this going... I hope the bangles are playing. Can someone get the bang? I know it was the 1980s, but I would like to rock in the new year with Susanna Hoffs and the other women whose names I don't know because pretty much everyone just focused on her and listen to Walk Like an Egyptian. I want to walk like an Egyptian into 2023. I got to tell you, I'm probably not even going to be awake then. I'm probably just going to go to bed when I normally go to bed on any day which is around 9 p.m. Why? Because I get up about 4.35 a.m. so I can meditate, which is what I did not do on any particular morning, on any particular year, uh, back when Dick Clark was on TV. So, do I have any resolutions? Resolutions for 2023. Nothing in particular, but I can tell you I did stand up at the world-famous comedy store on Sunset in Hollywood, or actually more like West Hollywood, for New Year's Eve of 2019. And a bunch of my friends and I went out, and we were like, man, 2019 was good, but it had its ups, it had its downs, whatever. But 2020 is going to be the best year ever, ever, ever. I mean, it's 2020. It's like perfect vision. It's clear to me now. 2020 is going to be the year, and we're so looking forward. We're so done with 2019. Welcome, welcome, welcome in 2020. And a couple months into that, we all know what happened. So <laughs> I resolve to have just a happy, healthy, joyful New Year. Ah, oh, that just sounds so Hallmark card, which is tired. But I wish all of you warmest wishes for a 2023 and always. See you next year.